This is the Millennial Movement Podcast, delivering you the most exclusive insights from the top entrepreneurs and influencers from around the world. Hosted by business owner and influencer, Ricky Wynn. Now on to the show. Yo, what's up, guys? You're now tuning in to the Millennial Movement. I'm your host, Ricky Wynn, and this is the dopest business podcast. Guys, today we have a very special guest on the show. His name is Nick Arapkalis. Did I say your last name right, Nick? How are you doing today, man? Arapkalis. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Pronounce your last name for me because I knew I was going to mess that up. <laughs> oh, good. It's a rapculus. A rapculus. A rapculus, right? Yeah. All right. Go. Awesome. Awesome. How are you doing today, man? How's your day going? Uh, going so far? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. So, where are you located right now? Just to let the audience know where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. Actually, not too sunny today, but usually. <laughs> is it usually hot over there, or usually like uh, like bipolar weather, like chilly, cold? Yeah, it usually it's pretty warm around here. Usually, we've been kind of having a weird end uh, of the end of the winter and into the spring, but should be warming up here in the next few weeks. Okay, okay, awesome. Well, Nick, tell them to the audience. Uh, tell them a little bit more about yourself, and then you know we're going to jump right into the questions, man. So I started my entrepreneurial journey probably about eight years ago. And it was right when all my friends were graduating college, getting corporate nine to five jobs. And I wanted nothing to do with that. I'd rather work 80 hours a week for myself than 40 for someone else. And um, that sounds good and all right. But, you know, when we, when I started, I had to move back with my parents. I had just graduated college, not something I wanted to do. And um, really, you know, I was hustling, but nothing was, was coming from it. You know, it's typical internet marketing story or just success story in general, I feel like is just, you know, a lot of hustle, a lot of grind and not much to show for for a while. And it sucked at the time I was living with my parents. I was sleeping on a futon in my mom's office because they kind of downsized after I left. And so I had to do that. I was driving for Uber and I finally got to a point where I just I really had enough. I, I there was one particular night where I just kept getting the same question over and over again. Hey, why are you driving? Why aren't you having fun and enjoying yourself? And it like it really tore me up. So that night was kind of like a breaking point for me. And you know, I, I finally just started dedicating myself. And what I really focused on was getting a little bit better with my skill set and my mindset every single day. Before I was always looking for that like magical formula, that little shift, that little um, little potion that was going to make all the difference. And it's never going to be that case. But when I started getting a little bit better every single day in my head and in my craft, that's when things started to change. It was slow, but it was happening. I saw progress. Okay. And since then, I've gone on to do a lot of things. I've done a lot of internet, or excuse me, affiliate marketing. That's been my main realm for a lot of that. Recently gotten a little bit more into the info marketing space from some of my own products and services. And then I also have an Instagram growth agency where I help people grow and monetize their Instagram accounts. Okay. So yeah, I know like going back to the beginning, like, um, you, you know, you first start off like doing photography as well, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Photography has always just kind of been a passion of mine. I think it goes hand in hand with marketing. So the better you can make yourself look, uh, the more appealing it is to everybody else. Yeah. So how'd you kind of get into photography? Like how'd you kind of get into that field, but also how does it incorporate with, you know, your social media growth agency now? How I got into photography was, I wouldn't say it was by accident, but it was just kind of like something I started enjoying. It was when I was, I, when I first had my, I had my first $15,000 a month and I decided I wanted to reward myself and go take a trip to Europe. I just grabbed my backpack and went on a journey and 
visited some amazing places and I documented a little bit. I just started you know, taking some pictures with my GoPro and my iPhone and I did buy a, a, a drone at that point. And I've been taking a lot of pictures and videos and stuff and I just enjoyed it. And a lot of people kept telling me like, oh, your stuff's really good. You should take this a little bit more seriously. And so I did. And I got a nice camera and got a good lens and just started learning photo editing and video editing a little bit more. And it's just kind of just a progression. And I just really enjoy it. I like the editing process. I like you know capturing the world how I see it and adding my artistic style to it. And it's just something I really enjoy. I don't really do it for too many other people besides my friends and myself, but it's just something I enjoy. So did it take you long to do like photo editing and like, like you know, how taking the right angles of pictures and stuff like that? Because, you know, some of that could be hard sometimes and people, they don't know how where to take like the right image and like they, they can't get like that good angle. So like, did it take you a while to learn or like, what did it kind of come natural to you? I think on some level it kind of came natural. I just, I don't know. I think it's, I think photography is just all in how you see it. It's, there's no perfect way to do it. It's, it's all up to you. But I just, you know, I always look at how I like to see the world and like to show people how I see it. And I just kept testing with different things. And obviously I wasn't amazing at the beginning, but it's the same type of thing, slowly progressing, slowly getting a bit, a little bit better. I mean, I imagine any, a year from now, I'm going to be a whole lot better than I am today. In photography. So go back. You say you did your first 15K in a month and then you took a trip to Europe. What were you doing to make 15K in a month? <laughs> Affiliate marketing was the main thing. Okay, so yeah. what, what affiliate marketing were you doing at the time? So I've always done like info marketing for the most part, where I sell products and services that are informational based. Mm-hmm. I'm in the make money online niche, so I basically I teach people how to build an online business and make money from that. Okay, so it's like basically like kind of like a like online franchise where you're selling like your own services and stuff like that. Yeah, I was an affiliate of a particular company, and they have an, uh, they had a high ticket. Mm-hmm. model whereas like you know they have some products that are at the you know f- whatever like 15 to 100 dollar range and then once they get in then they have some more products that are in the hundreds and even thousands and made a couple big big ticket commissions uh, big ticket sales in that period so that's kind of where, now, where the, bro, like, you get like a hundred percent commissions or do you like whenever you're selling like a high ticket item do you only get like you know with like partial commission because you know like with, like if you're affiliate for like amazon or something like that um, you only get like partial commission, right? So like with this, did you get 100% commission or was it still partial? Yeah, it's, it's just partial. I mean, that's the whole premise behind affiliate marketing is that you're driving customers to the company for a percentage of the commission because then obviously the company is going to take a good portion of the commission. The highest, usually the highest I ever get is like 40, maybe 50 but usually around 40%. Okay. So when did you start taking, you know, your brand more serious on Instagram, like start growing it as a, I would say personal brand. Cause you have a massive following right now. So when did you start, how'd you get to big following? But when did you start growing it into a personal brand? Yeah. Like I said before, you know, I just, I really got, I started trap. Okay. So I started traveling got a lot of, you know, love on all my stuff. People telling me that was really good. And that kind of, I got, got me inspired to keep on like getting better and better. But the turning point for me with like growing my brand specifically on Instagram is one day, and I, I have a hard time even really believing this is true, but I got an email from VaynerMedia, uh, Gary Vee's company, and I didn't think it was real at first. I was like, this is a scam. It's one of those like Nigerian scams or whatever. <laughs> a Nigerian scam. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I read more into it and it seemed legit. So they want to work on, they said they've been watching me. They've been seeing some of my stuff on my Instagram. And this, mind you, this was like when I was at like six, 7,000 followers. So it wasn't a ton. Like so I saw that and I was like, damn, like, and I got to work on some campaigns with them, which was, I mean, a dream come true. I got, I still have a check from VaynerMedia. I, I think I'm going to frame that at some point. But that was the biggest thing is like, real, like I, like Gary Vee, I don't know about you, but Gary Vee is like an idol of mine. I just really look up to him with his business ethics or just his, you know, his work ethic, but also just like his business advice and everything like that. And I realized like I, I got to work with an idol of mine because of Instagram and because I was like doing some things right on it. And that just kind of opened my eyes a little bit and like, what else is possible with this? And how many people can I help do this same thing as well? So I started helping my friends. They started getting good results. And then, you know, it's just kind of turned into a business from them. But it all started with, you know, just having that, that, that early win with, with, working with him and stuff. Yeah. So when you're working with him, like, so for people that don't know who Gary V is, kind of tell, and like, so for the people who also know who Gary V is, <laughs> tell them like, what's like, what's working up with, you know, like working with him personally, like up close, you know, seeing him in action like every day, but being actually being able to do campaigns with him and stuff too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't work specifically with him. I just worked with a, a, a department of his team. Okay. So, I mean, I'll put that out completely. I mean, I'll be 100% honest about that. Um, but still it's like, you know, to work with any portion of his company is amazing. And, you know, I got to meet some of his, his staff, got to meet some of the other influencers that they work with. And it was just a really good experience. And it wasn't like I got paid a ridiculous amount. I think my check was like 400 bucks which okay. I don't really care. And I, I really took the campaign because it was the opportunity, not yeah. necessarily the money. Not for the money. But so, yeah, you're saying like when you get love before, it was like love, like people were telling you like on IG and like, you know, on social media and stuff. That's what you were referring to earlier? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then my friends and family and stuff like that. Okay, so more people are reaching out to you like on IG and stuff like telling like, yo, like your pics are awesome and stuff like that when like, you're traveling to different uh, places, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, name a few places that you've been able to travel to, like, you know, country-wise within, like, the last year. Well, in Europe, I went to Spain, uh, went to Portugal, went to Paris, or mm-hmm. France, Paris, uh, Italy, and then my favorite by far is Greece. You can actually <laughs> see the picture right here. That's Santorini right there, and the Greek islands. I'm, I'm partially Greek, so I got a little biased, but I was there in the summertime, and I've never seen something so amazing and beautiful. Just how much time did you spend over in Greece? Uh, I probably was there for a few weeks. Good, exactly. But okay. So, yeah, so was, Nick, give me some tips on how to grow your brand. You know, on social, a personal brand on IG. Sure. One top, of the biggest things five that I tips. Should... Your top five tips on how to grow a brand on IG. Top five tips. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing I like to help people understand the principle of really social media in general, not just Instagram, but like social media, they're always looking for a positive user experience for the user. So what exactly does that mean? Well, they want people to see quality content and they're going to show more quality content to the most amount of people and how they view that is by engagement. Okay. So the principle that I always like to hammer home is that like, the more engaged you can be on the platform, the better it's going to be. When you can, and it, there's a lot of different methods out there, but this is the one we kind of start all our clients on is just being more engaged on the platform, going out there and liking other people's stuff, commenting on their stuff, even following them, sending DMs, just being very engaged on the platform. And naturally, the two things are going to happen. 
Instagram is going to favor your account a little bit more. So when you do post your stuff, they're going to boost your stuff up towards the top of news feeds, explore pages sometimes. And then on top of that, whenever you're out there and engaging with a bunch of people, then they get a notification every single time that you take an action on their profile. And they always have the ability to like, oh, who's this? They tap on it, they go back to your profile. And if you have a dope profile, then you know they could have the potential to become a fan and even a loyal fan at that. So I always recommend that you just get a lot more engaged on the platform and treat it like, because a lot of people come on and they think that all they have to do is post quality content. They post cool pictures and stuff like that. And while that, yes, you need quality content. You need to have a good base. A lot of people just solely rely on that. And that's not going to, that's not going to work. You need a growth strategy in addition. Like Gary Vee, he, he does a tremendous amount of paid ads. Some people use fan pages. Some people use automated software. Some people just uh, our engagement groups, power like there's a lot of different things, but the, the key component there is that you just have to have a growth strategy on top of your your content. And if you can do that on a consistent basis, the key is like uh, like everything I say is it's got to be consistent. You can't just like be be engaged on the platform one day of the week and expect good results. It's got to be a consistent effort, and eventually, you know things are going to start to kick in. Okay. So when you mean by being consistent, like you start like, should people be posting, you know, one time a day or like, you know, once every other day or. Well, it doesn't even necessarily need, you need to be that consistent on posting. I say more so you have to be more consistent on your growth strategy because I don't even post that much. Uh I think the tops I've ever posted is like three times a week. Usually I'm like one, maybe two times a week, Mm -hmm. but I'm consistent with my growth strategies. I'm constantly getting people coming back to my profile and because of that, I don't need to post every single day or 12 times a day. I was, <laughs> I was at a meeting the other day, and he's, he was telling me about this guy that said he posted like eight times by the time it was like 3 o'clock in the, in the afternoon. I was like, that's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Yeah, for real. Eight, eight times in one day? Yeah, by 3 p.m. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of posts in one day. It's obnoxious. Uh-huh. So... When you're talking about, so I've seen, you know, I've seen a few Instagram, I mean, not Instagram videos, YouTube videos as well, right? When you're talking about, you know, internet marketing, but also, you know, about content as well, there's also paid and organic. Should people be doing both online, like, you know, on Instagram and on like social media, or should they be like leaning more towards like, you know, the organic side? If you have the budget, I would certainly recommend doing paid, but don't just rely on one or the other. I would combine both. The reason I say that is because Gary Vee is talking about this all the time. He says we're in the gold rush of Instagram, meaning that it's grossly underpriced for advertising on there right now. To give you a little bit of perspective and analogy on here, when we're in the gold rush of Google PPC, Gary Vee was paying roughly around a couple cents for the keywords that he was bidding on, which was like wine, because he had the wine business and he was bidding on wine keywords and he was paying a couple pennies for that. Today, that translates into over $10. So you can see like the disparity there. And that's the same type of thing he's saying with Instagram. He says, we're in the gold rush, just like we were in the gold rush of Google PPC over 10 years ago. So if you have the budget, 100% use, use advertising or just dedicate your, just put your budget towards like paying influencers to shout you out or just use some type of budget if you have it or just set aside, you know, a hundred bucks a month or whatever you can do, but just set aside something because these prices are going to substantially increase in the next months to years. Yeah. Do you see another like app that's going to like another like social media app that's going to like 
top Instagram or Facebook right now? Or you think Instagram is going to be here for like, you know, a while? I think Instagram is going to be here for a while, but I think to be honest, like, and I've had a lot of debates about this with friends and, and marketing friends. <laughs> um, I think there's always kind of a cap on, on these things. And eventually there's going to be something that the next thing that comes out, because what happens is things just get oversaturated. Like mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, Facebook, there was only so many advertisers. Now there's millions and millions and millions of advertisers on there. And now it's getting diluted with ads and it's a less quality user experience. Like we talked about before. So the fact that it's, everyone's just starting to realize that it's just becoming an ad platform, people are getting sick of it. So they're starting to move towards other things. So that's really what's happening. Facebook is actually dying on a statistic basis right now. So everyone's kind of transitioning over inst- to Instagram. And eventually, it's gonna, I think it's going to be the same type of thing where you know, people start getting sick of Instagram and it could be the next thing. So I, I don't know exactly what that's going to be. And I don't even know if anything's on the on the up and coming but i think eventually at some point there will always be another thing no most definitely you know one thing i see that's really oversaturated on instagram right now is like i don't know like all those uh motivational quote pages and stuff (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm talking about right i just feel like you know five or ten posts a day that just post motivational stuff all the time like and they use the same hashtag same captions or the same pictures and it just floods your you know your feed the whole time as well yeah Mm-hmm. All you right, so, keep on differentiating yourself uh-huh so talk about you know your social media agency a little bit what is your social media agency what's the name of it so the agency is called nva media we just launched a new program called ig unlocked okay. and basically uh it's kind of been a culmination of the stuff i've been working on for a long time and i just decided to start building a community out of this and really go hard with this so basically we have are, we have like we have a pretty unique strategy on just growth, mm-hmm. and that's one of the main components of it. So we get people on our growth strategy, and then on top of that, we have a Facebook group where we do live Q and A's every single week. We have a video training site where we're constantly updating on the new stuff that's working, um, and then we have an affiliate program where we pay people forty percent commission where when they join up with us because you know we like to help people we like to incentivize people to you know, refer people so that they can get their service actually for free or even make some money and um, then we also have a pretty good support staff where like if they have any questions with the growth or anything like that or they want to change their targeting or they just want to change anything up they can just email them real quick get a quick reply change things up and good to go. So, um, I was running this stuff by myself for the longest time and it was working well, but I was just, I was getting too overworked and we couldn't really scale. So that's why we decided to open up this whole new program. And, um, we just launched it the other day and it's, we're going to do kind of a a softer launch right now, build it up a little bit. And then probably in the next few weeks, we're going to do more. So when did did like you recently just started your, uh, your agency or has it been up and running for like, or like, you just started or has it been up and running for a couple for a while now? Oh yeah, it's been up and running for a while. We've we've worked with about a hundred hundred clients right about now. Uh, okay. anywhere from like CEOs to professional athletes. We've got one guy that's in the NFL that's working with us. He's grown really quickly. So wow. uh, we've been working well it's just a lo- it was just a little bit more underground and we didn't like shout it out to the masses and stuff like that. But now we're really starting to build something big and special. Okay. So who is it more like targeted for like, you know, like reach like your audience wise, is it more like towards everybody that could, you know, that just wants to grow their account or are you more focused on like a, a niche, you know? 
we've, we take on everybody. That was the thing I, I had a lot of debate and, and thought about this, mm-hmm. but you know, we were just getting so many referrals because our service was working so well. And it was just across the board. It was all sorts of niches. So we just kept on taking everybody and, you know, anybody that has an active and a public account, you know, it works for them. It just, and obviously like if you have better content, that's, it's going to help grow quicker, but anybody that has a desire to grow their account, build their audience, it, it works for. Now, if you're trying to make money off of it, then I would certainly recommend that you have your own business. That's probably the best way to make money with your Instagram profile. But there's also other things that we teach as well, like brand deals. And then that's why we implemented this incentive affiliate program too, to give people an opportunity to make some money as well. Okay. Well, you know, you were saying back, back when you were just saying, you know, say if you want to grow your Instagram account, it has to be like a little bit desired. So how do people like, if you're telling like your clients, right? How would you tell your clients, like, how would you tell them to attract, you know, more people to their accounts and stuff? Like taking, what, what, what would you tell them? I'd say the biggest thing is you got to have a good foundation. You got to be able to have good pictures on there. And that doesn't mean you have to go travel the world or anything like that, but you have to take a little bit more consideration in the type of stuff that you're putting up. You can't just put in selfies or cat videos or, or whatever it is. You have to really think about it and think about what your message is too. A lot of people, I don't know, I was having a conversation with a client the other day and he, he has good pictures, but I'm like, what's your message? What are you trying to share with the world? What do you, what do you want to say? What's your voice? Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that I'm always stressing is because a lot of people that come on my page and yes, they, they like my content and they're like, pictures and stuff like that but the stuff i'm a little bit more proud of is like i just read your your story in the caption and i really related to that and it inspired me to you know take action on my path mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that i get a little bit more fired up about and that's really what my focus is, is i want to really motivate and inspire people for people to be their best and you're not going to do that just from posting cool pictures you're going to do that by sharing your message on a consistent basis mm-hmm. so so what is your message that you want to share with you know the younger audience about you know inspire them or anything what 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 kind of feel you know feel your fire to want to be able to inspire them you know the other gen you know younger generation i want to motivate people to just do their best whatever that is if you want to if you want to get into social media and stuff like that i obviously 100 percent recommend it but you know i think in the past i've i've had doubts that i'm good enough and what i'm you know have success and i struggled for a long time and it was tough and i i hate that i went through it and i wouldn't wish that upon other people but I also do realize that struggle is part of the process and I just want to inspire people to push past those tough times because they're inevitably inevitably going to happen. But if you can just keep on moving and keep on going and and push past all those troublesome times, eventually you're going to get your dream life. If you keep working hard enough and you work on your skill set and your mindset on a daily basis, you're going to get there. It's just a matter of time. So I want to inspire people to make sure that they're always going after after greatness that's amazing man well we're kind of coming to the end of the show today but you know before we leave we do a takeaway with our guests you know what would your advice be through the ups and downs and struggles that you had to go through and learn to kind of be where you are today the biggest thing i would say is just don't quit Mm -hmm. i've i've been in this industry like eight years now like i said and i've seen a lot of people come and go and i think the only thing that's inherently different for me from them is like i just didn't give up and i know that sounds cliche but it's true. Like if you just stick around and you just keep staying in the trenches and you keep working and you keep going, eventually you're going to figure out all the stuff that doesn't work. You're going to figure out the stuff that you don't like, the stuff that's not clicking. But eventually you're going to find that stuff that all of a sudden it just, it finally clicks. One of my mentors talks about you're peeling back the, the layers of the onion. 
and you keep peeling it back until you find the thing that's really going to click for you. You know, what you're starting on right now might not be exactly what you're going to do five years down the road, but eventually you're going to find that. When I started, I have absolutely no clue what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to not work a regular nine to five job. So I started searching and finding, and eventually I never would have guessed. I, I ran an Instagram growth agency eight years ago. I was like, I never would have guessed that would happen, but I never would have known that was going to happen if I quit and gave up and went back to work a regular nine to five job. And I think, this is my opinion, but I think once you kind of have that entrepreneurial bug, it never goes away. And if you, if you quit and you give up, it's always going to be in the back of your mind thinking, oh, I should have done this. And if I would have just done this, you would have had, you'll, you'll be living life with so many regrets. Like, yes, it's tough. Yes, it's hard to get going and, and take those first initial steps. But like I always reference this guy, his name was Greg Plitt. He passed away a couple of years ago, but he says, it's tough to get going. It's tough to get started. It's tough to have success, but it's sure as hell a lot better than a life filled with regrets. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nick. Thank you for taking the time, you know, just to share your story, but to share your advice and knowledge with me, you know, with my audience as well. Would you like to tell them, you know, where they can find you on social media? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my Instagram is just my name, Nick Araklis, N-I-C-K-A-R. R-A-P-I-L-E-S. That's probably the best place. And then I also have a YouTube channel as well under the same name. Nick, Nick, say, say, say your name again one more time. Your mic was cutting out. I don't think they could hear you, man. Yeah, it's Nick Arapkalis. Okay, so N-I-C-K-A-R-A-P-K-I-L-E-S. For everyone that's, that's out there. Correct. Awesome, yep. awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in to Millennial Movement. Until next time, guys, we're out. I work hard every motherfucking day, yeah, yeah, yeah. I work hard, I work hard.